And if we can just do this together, just like we did for the opening prayers, if we can just come to the front. And let us set the atmosphere. We're not people that walk in and come to an already made place that has been set. But we are atmosphere setters. We set the atmosphere. We are all needed. We are all needed. We are all needed. We are all needed. Father, we thank you because you are already here. You are already here. Your word says, whether there are two or three gathered, that you are in our midst, in your name. We are gathered in your name to hear that which you have to say. Father, we exalt you. Father, we worship you. We will never get tired of lifting up holy hands unto the one I am, the I am that I am, the only wise God, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who rules in the affairs of men. Father, we exalt you in this place. Come on, I want you to stir up an anticipation. We have not come unto man, but unto God. The Bible says in Daniel, Come on, we're staring up an expectation for our brothers and our sisters, but also for ourselves. The Bible says in Daniel's 11.32, it says, But those who know their God, it comes reading the second half, But those who know their God, shall be strong and do exploits but those who know their God emphasis on know your God if you know your God what does your praise sound like what does your worship sound like if you know the God that you serve what does your praise what does your utterance we have not come unto man but we are here because of God all of this is for him it is more about him that than it is about us. Those who know their God, those who know their God, I want you to call upon the God that you know, the I am that I am, the way maker, the promise keeper, and I want you to place a level of expectation. It doesn't have to be big. But an expectation that you know that he is and he can do far more than we can ever think or imagine or dream an expectation that tells us that we may not know what will happen tomorrow or the next day or even in this next minute or the hour but we know the God who has time in his hands an expectation that goes beyond our feelings our emotions an expectation 
temptation that causes God to come and dwell, to come and find habitation amongst the people of men. An expectation. The children. The Israelites, rather, they were guided by the presence of God. The Bible says that they were glided by a cloud by day and a fire by night. They were guided in every area of their lives and they did not move unless they saw the cloud or the fire. So above our expectations right now, I want you to pray and say, may your presence not be too far away from me in this place. Come and meet me where I am as I ascend as I ascend come and meet me where I am as you led the Israelites by a cloud by day and a fire by night may your presence not be too far away from me but in your presence there is fullness of joy there is pleasures there is healing there is breakthrough there is deliverance there is healing you are the total package you are the total package there is nothing missing with you oh god what can we add that you don't already have what can you do that others can do you are the one that speaks a word and it bears fruit the bible says that as soon as god breathes breath it creates it creates it takes life He says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me, where are those who are seekers of the Lord? Where are those who are seekers of the Lord? Not because we need anything or we want anything, but we are seeking him. We are chasing after his presence. Where are those? Where are those? Where are those? That are saying that you know this is the only time for some of us. This is the only day that we get to spend time in God's presence. Let us not take it for granted. Let us lay everything and if necessary, everyone aside and say, God, it's me and you today. It's me and you. I will not go until you bless me. I will not go until you change me. I will not go until you restore me. Uh, until you make me over. I will not go. I will not go. I will not go. I will not go. I will stay 
I will stay. I will stay until I see the promise fulfilled. Some of you have given up on the promise. And the promise of the Father. I will stay until I see that promise fulfilled. I will not be wavered. I will not move. I will set my face like flint. My attention you will have. My attention you will have. Rekende kosika anda basika, rekondo kosika anda bakasika da 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 da. Ekanda kosika anda bokosika da 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 da. Ekasika anda bokosika anda bakasika. Ekende de 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 bokosika ya bokosika. Rekende ke I will not go. Ekasika ta until you change me. I will not go until you change me. Come on, this is your time. This is your time to decipher, to decipher what God is doing in the spirit. This is your time to, to be an architect in the spirit and say uh, that which you are doing right now in this place, do not do it without me. I want to be included. Do a work in and through me. Romans 15 13 it says may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope hope is the baseline of faith you cannot truly say you have a hope if there's no expectation and I want us to pray and say father may the messenger of hope speak throughout this service today the messenger of hope just as our faces are different so are the things that we carry so are the things that God has spoken he said I know the plan that I have for you specifically for you you and you and you and he says plans to bring you to an expected end but God is raising such a people in this season that he's calling for partnership and sons know their God sons know their sons are mature they lay an expectation even though God I know that you are able to do and to be and to go beyond me father i am partnering with you by speaking your word by reaffirming that which you have already said i want you to say father may the messenger of hope visit me today come on i want us to pray that throughout this service we are such a mature people that we understand it's not just at the word of the service area that you will hear what god has to say to you it is throughout the service may the messenger of hope visit me today speak to me some of you have lost hope in certain areas you believe and hope for God in one area but the other is diminishing you have become numb to what you are going through what you are currently seeing but there is a renewing and a restoring of hope in this place and hope is based on a level of expectation before you even get to faith where God says Jesus said it is impossible to believe me if you do not have faith there must be a level of expectation and I want you to say father may the messenger of hope visit me today May it visit me today. May it restore dreams that have been dead. May it restore the hunger and the fire. Some of us have lost hope in God, in his ability to work through a certain particular area in our lives. May the messenger of hope visit us today.
May the messenger of hope visit us today. May it speak throughout this service. May there be a demand. May they be a level of desire and expectation. Do you know when you are worrying and fearing for the things that you do not know or know that is about to happen, there is a level of expectation in that thing. There is a level of desire in that thing. Don't negative. There is a level of desire for you to keep on going day and day and night and night, focusing on an issue that has no resolve in your life. You have placed an expectation and a desire on that thing. I want you to turn it towards God. Switch it and move it and say, Father, going forward, my expectation and desire in you and only you, it will only be for you. Not my worries, not my issues, not my pain, not the struggles, but my expectation and desire in you is what I am seeking for. Some of us, we have been struck with fear whether we know whether it's bound to happen or not but fear has gripped us would you do an exchange in the spirit and say I may not know what will happen but I believe in who I know controls everything come and let us exchange in the spirit let us exchange in the spirit let us exchange in the spirit Ah, I hear the Lord saying would you trust me again would you trust me again may that level of trust begin to speak and grow in the name of Jesus we give you praise and so Father we thank you because indeed you are the author and the finisher of our faith you know us and love us more than we can ever know, love, and understand ourselves. So, Father, we leave it all in your able hands. And we say, may your spirit speak throughout this service. Guide and protect us. Amen. and an honor it is that we can gather with the brethren to worship you. What a privilege it is that we can come together and in unity we can come before your throne of grace with one voice lifting hands with a heart of worship and reverence and honor understanding that you are worthy of all the glory and honor and power. Father, we worship you. Reveal yourself to us, God, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. If possible, can I just ask you to get into a posture of reverence, whatever that looks like to you. It could be standing, it could be kneeling, um, if it's possible, whatever reverence looks like, looks like to you.
but as long as you are in a posture and in a place where you you understand that we have come before the God of the universe as long as you're in a posture where you understand that we are worshiping a king And we, we will not just come here to just sing songs. We have come here to worship. I've come here to worship. I've come here to worship. You know, something that I'm learning more and more is that true worship requires revelation. True worship comes when you behold God and in that place of beholding, he reveals himself to you and your response is what your worship is. In that place of beholding him, he opens your eyes and you begin to see his beauty, his splendor, his awesomeness, how glorious he is. When you're in that place of beholding, revelation comes and something in your spirit begins to say Jesus all of a sudden we have a glimpse of what the angels and the elders see when they surround him all of a sudden we get a snippet and we we see something in our spirit catches the revelation of what it is that they behold when they look upon this glorious God so you understand that you don't just sing songs right you understand that it takes revelation and that is what it means to worship in spirit and in truth and that is what we've come here to do this afternoon so can I just ask you to just fix your gaze upon God and begin to behold him and in your heart begin to say father reveal yourself to me so that I can worship you in spirit and in truth come and say God open my eyes to see you open my eyes to see you. open my eyes to see you Your presence is everything to us, God. Your presence is everything. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Matchless love and beauty, endless worth. And who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Matchless love and beauty, endless world. So nothing in this world will satisfy. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Come on, tell him, say, Jesus, you're the cup. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry come on from that place of beholding his beauty say god nothing in this world nothing in this world can satisfy sing jesus you're the cup yeah jesus you're the cup that won't run dry come on tell him like you mean it who is like you lord who is like you lord in all the earth 
Matching, matchless love. Matchless love and beauty, endless worth. We know that nothing in this world will satisfy nothing us. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup Jesus, that won't run dry. Like you, Lord. Come on, sing it like you mean it. Matchless love and beauty, endless love and beauty, endless world. Nothing in this world will satisfy. This world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup Jesus, that won't you're run dry. The cup that won't run dry. Come on, from that place of beholding his beauty, say, God, nothing in this world. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Sing, Jesus, you're the cup, yeah. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Come on, tell him like you mean it. Who is like you, Lord? Who is like yeah. you, Lord, in all the earth? <laughs> we sing matchless love. Yes, love and beauty, endless worth. We know that nothing in this world will satisfy nothing us. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup Jesus, that won't run dry. The cup that won't run dry. Who is like you, Lord? Like you mean it, matchless love and beauty, matchless love and beauty, endless world. Nothing in this world will Nothing satisfy. In this world will satisfy. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you're the cup Jesus, that won't you're run dry. The cup that won't run dry. No, my days on earth I will await for the moment that I see you face the to face. Moment that I'll see you face to face. For nothing in this world will satisfy. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Come on, tell him, say, Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. The Let's just take that verse again. Tell him, say, all my days on earth I will all away. All my days on earth I will away. 
For the moment that I see you face to face Let's take that again And all my days on earth I will The moment that I see you face to face, yeah. face to face, all my days, all my days on earth I will away. All my days on earth I will away. The moment that I see you face to face. Nothing in this world will satisfy me. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Sing, nothing in this world will satisfy. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that Jesus, won't you're the cup that won't run dry come on tell him in your own words say father you are the cup that won't run dry if you mean the words tell him tell him tell him say father you're the cup that won't run dry come and tell him say God I want to see you face to face yeah. Say, God, open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. No, my days on earth I will await. The moment that I see you face to face. All my days on earth. All my days on earth I will away. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. 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 To face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. The moment that we see you face to face. Moment that we see you face to face. The moment that 
we see you face to face the moment that we see you face to face the moment that i see you face to face the moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. The moment that I see you face to face. Face to face. We want to see you face to face Face to face Face to face Face to face Zavika pano do shapala bandi Face to face Come and tell him, say, God, I want to see you face to face. I want to see you face to face. I want to see you face to face, God. See you face to face. I want to behold your beauty and your splendor. I want to behold you in your glory. I want to behold you. I want to see your beauty and your splendor. Come and tell him, say, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes, God, to see you face to face. I want to behold you, God. I want to behold you, God, yeah. I want to behold you, God, oh, yeah. I want to behold your beauty. I want to behold your splendor. I want to see you face to face. I want to see you face to face. I want to see you face to face, my God. I want to behold you, God. Face to face, God. I want to stand before you. 
stand before you and behold your beauty face to face God Zambe vekosha pandi vrekose pila mando shapali rekosta pali. You know, regardless of where you're at in God, there's always more. Regardless of whatever level you think you're on, there's always more. You know, God wants to reveal Himself more than we want to see Him. Reke pando shapande. Isn't He merciful? Isn't he merciful that such a holy and glorious God longs to reveal himself to us more than we mere men want to see him? I want to see you face to face. If you will grant us access, we want to see you face to face, face to face, face to face. In your mercy, God, if you will grant us access, we want to see you, we want to see you, we want to see you, God. Take us deeper. There is more to see. Take us deeper, oh God. Take us deeper, oh God. If you will grant us access, take us deeper. There's more to see. There's more to see. There's more to see. Zambe veke pendo stavile mando shapali. Tell him, say, God, take me deeper in my revelation of you. There's more to see. There's more to see. There's more to see. There's more to see. Zambevile kombeveso pambelevesta pali. There's more to see. Aya. There's more to see. Oh, there's more to see. Break off the chain of lethargy and complacency and stagnancy. Makapando shapale. There's more to see. Jesus. There's more to see. There's more to see. Zambe voko pambe vesto pale vande. Break off the chains on cycles and patterns of complacency, God. There's more to see. There's more to see. Make pando shafale keponda. Stir up a hunger. Stir up a hunger in our souls. Stir up a hunger in our spirits. There's more to see. There's more to see, God. Hakapaso pevelia, mande shapando sepe, mandos kepeve kupalika sopando sha. Stir up the hunger, stir up the hunger, stir up the hunger. There's more to see. There's more to see. There's more to see.
gonna behold you open our eyes we want to see you God this is the cry of our hearts open our eyes God let the scales fall off open our eyes God let the scales fall off Mande right here right now Mando sapando shepedia right here right now open our eyes God let the scales fall off let the scales fall off we want to see you God We want to see you, God. We want to see you, God. We want to behold you, God. Mande prendo sapive lende be shipale ende zombe vi ke tu kapande zombe ende kapando stapive don stepende keke ando samba kusta pale kembo sapia ende presto pando shapande let the scales fall off God let the scales fall off God change the lens through which we see you change the perspective through which we see you let the scales fall off god let the scales fall off god so we can see you clearly so we can see you clearly let the scales fall off god let the scales fall off God so we can see you clearly so we can see you clearly Zavike pendo safale mando stapali ke zompe vekosha zembike kukapando stapa let the scales let the scales fall off Let the scales fall off, God, so we can see you, 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 we want to see you, Mambe Koste Fike Pando Stapale, so we can see you, so we can see you. Heal spiritual blindness in this room, God. Heal spiritual blindness. Stretch forth your hand, God. Zaveke Pandosta Pasi Kampe Vandos the Pande Rendos the Vinde Masombe Bosha that we can see you so we can see you so we can see you God
Now the question is, as you behold God, as you behold God in His beauty and in His splendor, as you behold the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the only wise one, the Holy God, As you behold the God of the universe, what is your response? What is your response? What is your response? That is your worship. What is your response in this moment, right here, right now? As you behold as you behold his holiness, what is your response? As you behold his splendor and his beauty and his glory and his power, what is your response? Is my response oh glory all honor all power to Glory, honor, and power. Oh, glory. 
us the congregational glory. One voice, oh power, God. This is our worship. This is our worship. This is our response. Come and sing it, oh glory. Yes, oh glory and honor and power. It all belongs to you, Lord. Saints, wherever you're joining from, whether it's in the house or online, I want you to press in. I want you to press in. I want you to press in and behold. Behold the glory of the Lord. Behold his face. Behold the beuty of the Lord. As we are coming into his presence today, we will not settle for the outer courts. There is an inner place, the holy of holies that we must come into. And heaven is inviting us. Heaven is inviting us to draw nigh, to come closer. To come up higher into a deeper place, a deeper place of revelation. Into that place where you are beholding her. Into the place where his glory dwells, his Shekinah glory. Don't settle. Don't settle for where you are. Keep pressing in. Ayamata bare baba. Ebreke da baba baba. Robo sika da brande baba. Shiko do sika ndeba. Some of us this afternoon have come carrying weights. We've come with heavy burdens. Some of us have come and we are experiencing pain in different areas. Physical, spiritual, emotional, financial. And right here in his very presence, it is time for us to push. It is time for us to pray. Sinner, Lima Sode 
Rebarika deba, Rebebebe satara bandeba, Eke deba lakata. We cannot be a people who spectate to see what God is doing. Lama shakata bababa. We must be a people who press in, who press in, who partake of what God is doing in this hour and in this very season, in this very moment. Lema soda baba, Rebebebebe zikoto baria bade kazataya. Ebreke dozato le baba baba. Ah, Father, we will not be left behind. Ebare baba, we will push. Ayababa zikate brataba. We will push in the place of prayer. We will push in the place of intimacy and interaction with you, Lord. Ayamanda baba baba. Today we want to see you. We want to behold you. Emaliba kozata baba. Eraba baba baba baya. Baba, oh Sokoto Reba, oh Brekade Mashikoteba, Ribebe Sonama, Erama, there is a place, eh Kadababa, there is a place that we must go, eh Kedima Manda Bariata, eh Berika Dababa, eh Bredebebe Sotoro Yobo, Ibaremama is drawing us to that place, eh Breketa Baba, a place in the realm of the spirit, Ibakosa. Baba, there is a place in the realm of the spirit that the Lord is calling us to. It's not about the person next to you. It's not about the physical space that you are in. The lady with the issue of blood, she came with intentionality to touch the hem of his garment. There was a crowd of people around Jesus, but she's the one that touched her. Laba, she touched her. Alaba, and Jesus felt her. Ayaba, sikere, yaba. Something left her because she touched her. Lama, satayaba. Blind Bartimaeus. He was among a crowd of people. Indeed, the crowd was telling him to shush. The crowd was telling him to be silent. But he cried even louder. Ah, Jesus. Jesus. Lama, satababa. You can be in a crowd. Ah, but you can have your very own experience of God right in the midst of that crowd. So wherever you are right now, you can have your very own experience with him. If you choose to engage, if you choose to be intentional, if you choose to press in right where you are. Our worship experiences don't have to be the same. But there is a place. Hey, you can't stay where you are. You can't stay where you are. There is a place that you must push past. There is a place that you must push past. Like a woman in labor. Hey, like a woman in labor. There is a birthing that must happen this very day. 
in this moment uh, something must be passed there was a position uh, that the man of God got into uh, before he was there's a position uh, that you must get into uh, there's a posture that you must get into when a woman is in labor she doesn't just stand still there's a position uh, she must get into likewise this afternoon uh, there is a position uh, that you and I uh, must get into uh, kingdom culture there is a position uh, that we must get into uh, in order to push uh, and to bring forth uh, what God must have us brother in this season uh, in this hour there is a posture that we must get into there is a position uh, that you must get into uh, don't worry about the person next to you uh, you just get into that position uh, you worry about getting into that position uh, because God is up to something uh, God is up to something uh, and you must get into that position uh, so you can bring forth uh, so you can encounter so you can birth so you can behold when the presence of God is in the room when the glory of God is in the room there is a posture you must get into because it's not an ordinary presence it's the presence of the most high God when the glory of God sweeps through the room there is a posture you must get into Father, we will not let this moment pass us by. We will not let this moment pass us by. This moment will not pass us by. This moment will not pass us by. We must bring forth. We must bring forth. Because it is our time to arise and to shine. It is our time to rise, to shine. 
Baba, oh Yaba, for our light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. We must bring forth, we must bring forth whatever heaven has ordained for us to birth in this season. Father, right now, we position ourselves, we posture ourselves. Heaven come down. Ah, for some of us, we might be standing there and saying, but why? Why must I change my posture? Why must I get into a bathing position? Why must I? If God is going to do something in you and through you in this season, there's a change of posture that will be required. There's a change of posture that will be required of you. He doesn't put new wine into old wineskins. There has to be a change. There has to be a change that must happen. So this morning, this afternoon, as we press in, I want you to press in deeper. I want you to cast your net. Cast your net in deep waters. Don't press in the same way that you have always done. There is a different posture. There is a different position that you must take. Lima Sudaba Father, we want to, we want to see you, we want to bring forth. Ah, Yaba, you are not the sort of God uh, that would bring us to the place of birthing uh, and cause us not to bring forth. Uh, that is not your nature, Lord. Uh, that is not who you are. So we position ourselves. Uh, we posture ourselves uh, for what heaven wants to do. Uh, for what heaven wants to do in this season. Father, we are available. We are available to you. All that we are, we lay down before you, Lord. We look not to our left or to our right, but we look to you, King Jesus. We look to you, mighty God. Because it is you that has brought us this far. It is you that has sustained us. It is you that has carried us to this very end. Father, we know that we cannot bring forth without your help. Jehovah Eliezer, we know that we cannot bring forth without your help. 
So we look to you. We press into you. We lean into you. Where there has not been rain, the rain is coming. Where there has not been rain, the rain is coming. Ishare mama sikadeba eseke dedede shandeba liba bosondo royobo sikedeba shikara leprende bebe zoto royobo labronde baba zikata yaba robobo sikedeba shikedeya rekede zita baba sikata in Luke 24 the bible talks of the of the of the disciples as they as they went on the road to Emmaus and I'll just read it and I want you to just just let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Luke 24, and I'll start from verse 13. That same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. We can be so busy talking about what's going on. We can be so busy narrating the different situations that are happening around us. And the Bible says, and as they talked and deliberated, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stood still with sadness on their faces. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in recent days? What things he asked? The events involving Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, they answered. This man was a prophet, powerful in speech and action before God and all the people. Our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to the sentence of death and they crucified him. But we were hoping he was the one who would redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is the third day since these things took place. Furthermore, some of our women astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, but they did not find his body. They came and told us they had seen a vision of angels who said that Jesus was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had described, but him they did not see. Then Jesus said to them, O foolish ones, how slow are your hearts to believe all that the prophets have spoken? Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and then to enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was written in all the scriptures about himself. As they approached the village where they were headed, he seemed to be going farther, but they pleaded with him, stay with us. For it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. While he was reclining at the table with them, he took bread, spoke a blessing and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized Jesus and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us as he spoke with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem. I want us to pray as we prepare 
to invite the preacher for today. I want us to just say, Lord, open our eyes to see you. Open our eyes to recognize you. To recognize you. Not to recognize the, the, the preacher or to recognize the vessel that he's using, but rather to recognize Christ. Lord, open our eyes. Open our eyes to see you. In this, in this gathering today, open our eyes to see you. In every aspect of today's gathering, Lord, we want to see you. We don't want to miss you, Lord. We want to see you. We want to hear from you, Lord. We want to connect with you, Father. In every aspect of today's gathering, Lord, it is you we want to see. Labosi kareba. Open our eyes. Labakiza toba. Reba zone mamasi kodeba. Open our eyes that we will see you, Lord. That we will behold you. Open our eyes, Lord. We want to see you. Liba kuzateba shikadeba. Father, we don't want to miss you. We don't want to miss your glory. We want to see you. Oh, We want to see you, Lord. We want to see you, Lord. Shariabo sikareba. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. As you take your seats, I want you to just welcome the person to your right and to your left. And those that are joining us online, please say hello in the comments as well. And if it's your very first time engaging with Kingdom Culture Movement, please let us know in the comment section. If you're in the building, just wave and let us know. Um, and we will give you an extra special welcome. So I am, we're going to go into the announcements shortly, but before we do that, um, welcome to Kingdom Culture Movement. Welcome to Kingdom Culture Movement. Um, now is a good opportunity to give your tithes and offering. The details are in the description of the video if you are joining us online. If you're in the building, there should be some envelopes around, please, um, do as the Lord is leading you to do. Okay, we will go into our announcements. My name is Penya and I'll be bringing you this week's announcements. So prayer culture continues daily from Monday to Friday. We have morning drops of glory from 6.30am and then we have the gap from 12pm and then we end it with the altar which is from 7pm. We also have the gap which goes on on Tuesdays and Fridays. If you would like to join, please join us on Zoom or on YouTube. If you'd like to be part of what we're doing here at Prayer Culture or you would like to lead a prayer watch, then please contact us on prayerculture at kculture.org. If you haven't already, now will be the perfect time to give. So for those joining online, it should be on your screen right now and can also be found in the description box of this video. 
please don't forget to reference where you're giving to so for example if you would like to give to our Kenya orphanage if you would like to give to our children's ministry or to any ministers in the house please do not forget to reference that royals our children's ministry so our children's ministry gather together every sunday at 11 a.m so if you would like your child to learn more about the principles of the kingdom then please please get in contact with us on kcroyals at kculture.org we have our family day on the 26th of august can i get a whoop whoop so yes it will be on the 26th on, of august which is on a saturday and it will be from 2 p.m to 6 p.m in nottingham so if you would like to get together to have a laugh to bond to eat to have fun everyone is invited to know more about us please speak to one of our leaders and please complete the link which is found in the description of this video for more information including zoom links um, please reach out to our operations team on contact at kculture.org now let's go back to the rest of the service enjoy bye bye Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Peniel, for those amazing, life-changing announcements. Family day, guys. You, you got to, you know, get ready for tag of war, bouncy castle, all that stuff. Tap into the inner child. Tap into the inner child. Yes, and there'll be some amazing food too. So, hey, you can't go wrong with it. Right. I am going to welcome our preacher for today, but before I do, there's a special birthday in the house today. Uh, Minister John. Minister John, if you are in the building, happy birthday to you. We celebrate you. We honor you. We thank God for your life. We thank God for your life. Amen. Amen. Um, so today we are receiving the word from our very own Pastor Tunji. Um, I will restrain from saying any more because I might be too biased. <laughs> I'm too biased. So um, the next voice that you will hear will be Pastor Tunji's voice. So if we can all um, be on our feet, just welcome him as he brings the word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good. And all the time. Amen. What an awesome time has been in God's presence. Thank you, Bella, for starting us off powerfully and coming into alignment with what we're going to be talking about. And Pastor T, awesome time of worship. More grace. And Pastor Liz, thank you. More grace. Glory to God. Father, we just worship you this afternoon. We give you glory. We give you glory. You are good and your mercies endures forever. We thank you for your presence. Spirit of the living God, we ask you to have your way. We ask you to have your way. Speak through me. 
and I will not speak out of my own accord, but through you, Spirit of God, that you will touch lives. Anyone that needs a touch from you this afternoon, let your hand stretch out and touch. Open the eyes of our hearts that we will see you, that we will hear what you are saying. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you because you are able. Great and mighty God. Able to deliver. Able to set free. Able to heal. We thank you. Oh, we glorify you. You are worthy of all the praise, of all the honor, and all the adoration. Glory, glory, glory to your name, O oh God. Glory to your name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Sorry, gotta, I don't know what, I haven't got a cold, but sniffing. Sorry about that. Good afternoon, everyone. How you all doing? Hope we are good and well. Hope you've had a great week and an amazing weekend as well. God bless you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this afternoon. Hello to everyone in the building. Hello to those of you in Nottingham and Sheffield and everywhere else. And I want to take this time to just say thank you to our leaders reverend israel and dr joker god bless you thank you for the opportunity to be able to preach and share what god is saying we miss you guys we love you and we'll be seeing you very very soon god bless you all right let's do this let's do this are we ready okay just tony are we ready glory be to God. You know, last week, um, Pastor Tossing preached the word about help. And I said at the end to her, hey, you kind of got into what I'm going to preach. So that means God is good. And then, you know, Bella was leading this morning, this afternoon, so when we started and went into, you know, talking about hope and we should have hope. And I'm just like, okay, God is up to something. So this afternoon, we're going to be talking about discouraged but not denied. Discouraged but not denied. Discouraged but not denied. We're in a season, you know, Peel went into a season of teaching about, you know, our Andal season. And, you know, during that process, I was thinking about a lot of things. 
And I just felt this thing that it seemed as if we're going through probably as a house and individually where we've been in a season of ups and downs. And people have been discouraged. People have been disappointed. I know I, the last time I preached, I think it was in February or something like that, and I spoke about open again. And this probably ties into it in a way. But we need to get to the place where we understand that life happens. You know, most preachers and, you know, churches will say that, you know, when you come into Christ, everything is rosy. You know, your walk with God is just nice and nothing happens. But let's face it, things do happen. Things do happen. We, we get to a point in life where you say, God, where are you? You get to a place where you say, God, why is this very thing happening to me? But God is saying, yes, you could be discouraged, but you may not be denied. You can go through a season of discouragement, but it depends on your relationship with him will determine how you come out on the other side. If God is your helper, are you going to be the one that recognizes that your help comes from above? Are you going to be the one that recognizes that, hey, I can't do this on my own, oh God. I need your help. I need you to come through. And we're not, you know, this is not a preaching of motivation or inspiration or anything like that. This is the Bible. This is the Bible. Because we all go through things. We all go through things. If I ask you to say, oh, how was your week? Yes, you can say it was great, but then there's maybe something particular that happened that will make you feel like, oh God, I wish this didn't happen. Because there are things that happen to us that makes us feel God is not there. There are things that happen to you that can question your faith. That can make you feel like, is there any point in serving God? Is there any point in saying I'm a Christian? Is there any point in spending time in prayer, spending time in worship, spending time in the word, spending time coming to church when my life, you know there are times when you, I've had to caution myself because there are times where I can just say things in my mind, sometimes even out loud. I'm saying, ah, what's wrong with you? Why are you saying that? Because you, you think certain things because of whatever is going on and it just makes you feel like your life is useless. 
Job got to the point where he said, just take, just kill me now because this is too much. This is too much. His wife said, curse God and die. Because what we're going through is too much. Things can happen in your life that can get you discouraged to the point where you question if God is real. But that's where your faith needs to really kick in. That's where you really need to hold on to the word. That's where you need to really know that God is God. Despite whatever it is you may be going through. We all get discouraged. We all get discouraged. It's so easy to be discouraged in the world that we live in. When you look around and you see what is going on, there's no way you can't be discouraged. When you look at, you know, this country fighting this country, or you look at poverty over there, you look at this, you look at that, it can make you feel discouraged. It can make you feel like, God, why, why is this happening? And you say you're God. That's why some unbelievers will say, if God is God, why is there this happening in the world? Because they feel discouraged. They feel like, why should this be happening if we say there is a God? But discouragement always will come in life. But it depends on your walk with God. Will you be the person to stand firm in him despite whatever it is you're going through? So discouragement, is, it means you being despondent or disheartened about a certain particular issue or a certain thing. Maybe there's something going on in your life right now. Maybe it's through your family, your health, your career, whatever it is that has got you to the point of... It can, discouragement can get you to the point of bitterness. Where you're bitter to yourself and you're even bitter towards God. You're bitter towards yourself when you get to the point where you tell yourself, man, my life is just, it's nothing. What's the point? What is the point? What's the point of me saying I'm praying 24-7? I'm giving and giving and giving. I'm going to church and going to church and going to church, but yet... It doesn't show around me. Some of you have been so discouraged to the point that you say certain things. That's why what we say in times of crisis is important. If Job had listened to his wife, he would not have been restored. If he had cursed God, he surely would die.
That's why it's important to know the ears that you listen to, the voice that you listen to, the voice that comes to your ear. Because when you're going through certain things, some people can say certain things that can either build you or break you. So your environment is key to when you're going through certain situations in life. The people that you listen to is very key. His friends, his three friends came, said what they had to say, but one of them said, hey, paraphrasing that, are you sure you are serving this God? You better go and check. Because the God we understand would save you from this. And because of what his friends said, Job had to go and check himself. It took him a while, but he had to go and check himself. He started questioning God, asking all these questions. I'm thinking, Job, calm down now. You're asking God all these questions. Were you there? That's why I like when, you know, Tony prays. Because Tony is like he has really studied that Job. Because he really brings it in prayer. Because <laughs> he will question God. And God will ask him certain questions. Were you there when I did this? Where were you when this and this and this and this? Just because you're going through, there are people that will say, okay, if, if you are God, then, you know, just this, just that. Okay, I'm not serving you again. Because you're going through things, you're now thinking you can just talk to God anyhow. Because you're discouraged, your mouth is not controlled. Being able to control what you say during your season of discouragement is key to coming out on the other side. Because you can kill yourself in that season of discouragement because of what you say. Like I told you before, I used to talk myself sick. I used to think it and talk it because I was just discouraged. Because of a certain situation. So what you say and what you think during the season of discouragement is key. It's very, very key. When you are discouraged, remember that is not the time to give in or give up on God. When you are discouraged, that's not the time to give up on God. That's why I love that song. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. God is able to bring you out of whatever it is you're going through. But don't give up on him during your season of discouragement. When discouragement comes, know that quitting is not an option. Quitting on God and quitting on yourself is not an option at all. You must make up your mind to fight with everything that you have to be able to free your mind and your life. Because when you're discouraged, you can cage your mind and you can, you can bring your life to a standstill because of whatever it is that you're going through in that particular season. You can cage yourself to stagnancy 
because of whatever it is you're going through. Some people get so discouraged that they just don't live life. Their life ends because of whatever it is they're going through. That everything around them, you can just see everything around them begins to decay because of a particular issue. So what are you doing in your season of discouragement? Are you letting God speak to you or you're letting the devil control you during that season? Because you can be discouraged but you can't be denied of the very promises of God. But you need to know and understand what God has said. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So yes, you're going through things and you're thinking, God, where are you? But he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You may not see it, but God is still there behind the scene. God is still doing something behind the scene that lets you know that he is God. But are your eyes closed to what God is doing just because you're focusing on the very issue in front of you? Are you so focused on what you're going through that you can't see what God is doing in and through you? Because sometimes your discouragement is there to build your character. Sometimes the seasons of discouragement, disappointment, is there to build you into the very person that God wants you to become. But because all we can see is the very thing we're going through, we can't see the, 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 the building that is going on in us. There is a building that God is doing in you through that season you're going through. Through that season that you are going through right now. So God is saying don't be discouraged. Yes, it looks like all hell is broken loose around you. But don't be discouraged. Or even if you are discouraged, don't stay at that point of discouragement all your life. Don't stay at that point of discouragement. If Job didn't get to the point of now praising God, he wouldn't have got to the point of restoration. If he had stayed at that point of just complaining, 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 I don't think God would have restored him. Because God had to teach him certain things. That one, you don't talk anyhow. Especially to me. <laughs> we are not mates. <laughs> so when you're going through, don't, don't talk anyhow to God. Don't. Yes, you can ask certain questions, but with dignity. With dignity, don't just talk anyhow because you're going, you know, sometimes, yes, it's us, but you're not the only one that have been through it. There's nothing new under the sun. Someone else has gone through the same situation you're going through, and they've come out on the other side. 
So learn how to talk to God when you're going through your situation. Learn how to talk to him. Learn how to talk to him. Because your season of discouragement is there to build you up into the very person that God wants you to be. Your discouragement season is not your final destination. Your discouragement season is not your final destination. That's why you need the God of help. Because when he can step into your situation, he can turn it around. When he steps in, things begin to shift. When you allow him to come in, it's not in that season of discouragement that you start complaining. Because when you begin to complain, you're not allowing God room to come and do what he wants to do. You're not allowing him room to teach you what he wants to teach you. You're not allowing him room to grow you. He wants to show himself strong. But because you're just complaining and murmuring, he can't come in and do what he wants to do. So your discouragement season is not your final destination. Discouragement is a stepping stone to your next level. It's a stepping stone to your... That's because sometimes we just look at what we're going through and we're not seeing what God is trying to do. Because when you become the person he wants you to be, through the sufferings that you've been through, you can now go into that next level, that next phase of life. If everything is just rosy throughout your life, you didn't go through one trial, something's wrong. <laughs> If everything is just, that's why <laughs> I, I sometimes I watch these shows, you know, rich house, poor house, rich kid, and there are some rich people that they have not been through stuff because everything has been given to them. They now swap. <laughs> and they now see life. And they're like, wow, okay, now I understand. So I won't take this for granted. I won't take that for granted. Because not everyone has everything that they want. So if, if your life is just rosy, if your walk with God is just rosy, that means things have not really happened to you. Yeah, yeah you're still on just one level. There are different levels. And one of the levels is disappointments, discouragements. It's there to grow you. It's there to build you. It's there to help you become mature. 
So we need to understand this, that discouragement is a stepping stone to our next level. Okay, let's read some scripture before you say, I've not read scripture and I'm just motivating you. Hmm. All right, we got some scriptures to read. Amen. So I've spoken about Job already. Let's 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 talk about David. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter thirty. From verse 1 to 6. Okay, let's, let's read from verse 3. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. And David's two wives, Anion the Jezreelite and Abigail the widow of Nabel the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed or discouraged or disappointed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all their people were grieved and every man for his sons and his daughter. But David strengthened and encouraged himself in the Lord. See, kings go through discouragement. Don't look at the royal family and just feel like, ah, them, they're just enjoying life. <laughs> Wealthy, rich people, every single person. Discouragement does not discriminate. It's not a respecter of persons. It doesn't care if you're male or female, rich or poor. Discouragement comes to every single one of us. <laughs> so David, who was a king, felt distressed. Why? Because they had taken his family, his men's family, and his men were thinking of killing him. They come from battle, everything rosy, but then they got there and they're like, hey, What's going on there? But he encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself. So instead of like Job, who at some point was just complaining and complaining and complaining, David found it in his heart to encourage himself in the Lord and say, God, what should I do? What next? Should I go? Should I overtake? And God said, yes, go, overtake, and you shall recover all. 
So what do you do in your season of discouragement? Do you soak or do you praise? Do you complain or do you inquire? David could have complained and said, God, I'm doing this for you. What's going on? Why, why would this be happening? Why should they come and take my family? But he encouraged himself in God and then inquired of the Lord what to do next. Are you going to ask God what is next in this season? Are you going to complain about the season? David went through so many trials, running away from Saul and all of those things, different, different seasons of Saul trying to kill him and kill him and kill him. He could have complained. But he said, I will yet hope again in God. Why are you discouraged, O oh my soul? Hope yet again in God. It was in that season, around that time of when he had to go to the cave of Absalom and, 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 and hide there. It was in that season that he wrote that. Because he's just running and running and running away. His son did nonsense and made him feel like, what is going on around me? How is this? Am I not a king? Why am I just running and running and running and running? And he had to tell himself, why are you discouraged? Hope yet again in God. It is time for you to understand that in your season of discouragement, you need to find that place where you can hope again in him. Where you can hope again and you can say, God of help, help me in this season. Because if you don't find hope to actually cry out, you're just going to stay in that place. And nothing is going to move. If, da if David just complained and just said, okay, guys, they're still me. Kill oh, yeah, I'm fed up. Just stole me. Kill me. It would have been gone. I wouldn't have seen the end. But he got to the place where he was able to encourage himself. And I want someone to encourage themselves. No matter what it is that you are going through right now. No matter the disappointments. No matter the disappointments. Encourage yourself in God. And know that God can come through. He's able to do exceedingly above far beyond than you can think it can bring you out of that situation it can take you from the pit and raise you and put your feet upon a rock to stay he's the god that can transform situations overnight a 24 hour 24 miracle working god that when a prophet said by this time tomorrow things can begin to shift in the atmosphere when you let God take control. But when you focus on your situation, you will stay at that place longer than you should. 
That's why I got fed up with the children of Israel. Because they just kept complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining. And I had to wipe them and, and, and bring a new generation. Because all, if you do, all you do is complain. You're never going to learn how to praise him in your situation. An antidote for discouragement is praise. When you can learn to praise him through whatever it is you're going through, that, that hope will spring up within you. Because you understand that it's not by your own strength, that is by his own strength that you can keep living no matter what it is you're going through. You will praise him in the midnight, praise him in the morning, praise him in the daytime. You will just be praising him no matter what it is you're going through. From the rising of the sun to the setting down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised no matter what the situation. The name of God is to be praised. Discouraged or not, you will find a way to rise up and praise your God. That's why David was a man after God's own heart because he did not just stay at a place of discouragement. He turned his discouragement into praise. He knew when to worship God and how, how to romance God with worship. Are you a complainer or a worshiper? Do you just... See, a, a praise and worshiper can never be stranded. When you learn to praise him and worship him during the time of your trouble, God will come through. You can never be stranded as a praise and worshiper. And I'm not talking about someone that just comes to lead praise and worship. A lifestyle of praise and worship. Someone that understands that no matter what I'm going through, I will praise him. I know that he's my strength. He's my source. He's my deliverer. Is my protector. Is the one that holds me even when I feel like no one is holding me. Your situation, yes, is deep, but God is bigger than your situation. God is bigger than whatever it is that you are going through. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a light in the darkness. When you don't see a way, he finds a way. He finds a way. He finds a way. Said, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Woo, come on. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. No matter what it is you're going through, God makes ways. He will make a way for you. He will make a way for you. But you need to learn how to praise him. You need to learn that he is a way maker. He is a way maker. He is a way maker. So the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 8. A scripture that we know. 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time cannot be is not worthy to be compared 
to the glory that shall be revealed no matter what it is that you are going through the sufferings of this present time can never be compared to what glory is about to come out of you yes you may be discouraged but you cannot be denied of the very glory that is about to come out of you god wants to do something through your situation god used job as an example that yes everything can be taken but i can restore tenfold hundredfold there is a glory that is about to be revealed through the situation that you're going through but you need to hold on you need to be able to hold on to god and hold on to him tightly not letting yourself go and thinking that god my life is over Everything about me is just useless. How can this be my, you know, especially in Nigeria, there's where we talk. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, ah. there are things that come at you, just like, ah, ah. It's enough now. <laughs> oh, you ain't watch those Nollywood movies and you see some wives talking to their husband, like, Jesus, your mates. And they will now do their hand like this too. Look, uh, look at you from head to toe. Your mates are doing this at your age. <laughs> but seriously, there, there's a way we need to speak. Because this season cannot be compared to the glory that is about to be revealed there is something that's about to be revealed there is something that is about to be revealed that's why he said in verse 28 that we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he predestined also he also called and who that he called he also justified and who that he justified he also glorified so we're going to be glorified no matter what that situation is no matter what the situation is we will there will be a time when the glory of god will be revealed the glory of god will be revealed remember that you may be knocked down, but you can't be knocked out. You may be knocked down right now, but you can still get up again. You can still get up again. You can still get up again because you may be discouraged, but you can't be denied. Amen. You may be discouraged but you cannot be denied 
The Bible says in James 1 verse 12 that blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Endurance during your time of discouragement will get you to the point of receiving a crown of life. A crown of life. Oh, Gandelebo Shataya. Second Peter, first Peter 5 7. First Peter 5 7. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. When you're in your season of discouragement, learn to just cast your cares on him. Learn to just cast your cares on him. Don't let the enemy tell you that it's, it's too late to tell God whatever it is you're going through. No, it's not. It's not. Don't let the enemy deceive you that you cannot cast your cares on him. You can cast your cares on Jesus. Why? Because he cares for you. He cares for you. In your season of discouragement, God is there waiting for you to cry out. He's waiting for you to cry out. He's waiting for you to cry out. Learn to cast your cares on him. Learn to cast your cares on him. Okay, let's read some scriptures from the book of Psalms. Psalms 34. Glory to God. The righteous cries out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The righteous cries out unto God and he delivers them all out of their troubles. Are you crying out to God during your time of discouragement? Or are you wallowing in that, that, that state of pity? Are you just talking bad about yourself, talking bad about the situation that you're going through, or you're crying out to God? Psalms 147, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. So know that in, in your time of discouragement, God is ready to heal you. He's ready to bind up your wounds. Now, Paul went through some discouragements. And he gave us a scripture that is really, really powerful. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 8. He said, We are hard pressed on every side, yet we are not crushed, 
We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. What you're going through should not destroy you. It should not destroy you. Paul went through being in prison. But in that time is when he even wrote this. When he was in prison. Letting them know that yes, I may be in a bad situation right now. But this can't destroy me. Do you have faith enough to know that your situation is not big enough to destroy you? Do you know God that well that you know that that situation that you are going through cannot knock you out? God has given you the grace to overcome. He has given you the grace to overcome whatever it is you are going through. You may be knocked down, but you are not knocked out. Why? Because verse 7 it says that there, there is treasure. There is treasure in this earthen vessel that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. There is a treasure in you. There's a glory in you that's going to be revealed. But your situation must not suppress that glory. Your situation must not suppress the treasure of God that is ready to come out on display. You cannot be denied of what God wants to do in you and through you. There is something that God wants to accomplish, but because of your discouragement, you're not letting it come out. You are denying yourself of the reality of the very glory of God. There is a glory that God wants to reveal to you, but because of the discouragement and the disappointments that you've been through, you are not letting God do what he wants to do. Yes, we've been discouraged. Yes, we've been through things. But don't let that cut you off from what God wants to do. But God is saying to you that, hey, now is the time to bounce back. Bounce back from that place of discouragement. Bounce back from that place of disappointment. Yes, that relationship didn't go well. That does not mean God doesn't have someone else for you. Don't think all men or all women are the same just because you went through one disappointment. That now when it comes to marriage, <laughs> your eye is somehow... Yeah, you question every man or every woman that comes your way just because of one disappointment you went through. Now God can't even bring that one person that he wants to bring to you. Yes, what we go through is valid. But that should not shut down your life. It should not shut someone else out of your life because of one particular incident. It's time to bounce back. It's time to bounce back and get back to the place of saying, God, help me. God, bring me through this. 
God, show me what you're trying to achieve with this. Show me what you're trying to achieve with this. I cannot do this on my own. I need you. You are my helper. I need you to help me. I need you to help me. I need you to come through for me. I cannot stay like this. I've been through this for too long. I've gone through this thing for too long. Now is the time, oh God, to come through. Why? I said, I know the plans that I have towards you. Plans of good and not of evil. Plans to give you a hope and a future. There's a future that God has for you. There's something good, something sweet that God has for you. Don't let your disappointments ruin what God has for you. He knows the plans that he has for you. But you need to be able to run to him to ask him what are those plans. Is You don't run away from God when you're going through things. You run to him. You don't run away from him. You run back to him, back into his arms. That's when you say, God, show me what I need to do. Like David, inquire of the Lord. Show me what I need to do during these seasons of disappointments. Help me to understand who you've called me to be so that I don't ruin what you have for me during this season. Don't be the one that destroys your life with your hands because of what you're going through. Don't destroy what God is trying to build because you feel like that season is a season of discouragement. God may be trying to teach you something. He wants you to learn how to praise him, not just in the good times, but even in the hard times. He wants you to be able to worship him for who he is, even if he gives you something or he doesn't give you something. He wants you to be able to come back to him, even when you feel so far away from him. Some of us are discouraged with our walk that we don't go back to God. Because we feel like, oh, this person is doing this, this person is doing that, they're praying like this or they're doing whatever, and it makes you feel so insecure and so discouraged that you run away from God instead of running to him. When everyone is supposed to stay on their own lane and we're not supposed to look at what this person or that person is doing, yes, we can be encouraged by them, but don't let it make you feel discouraged. Some of you are discouraged because your social media handles are not getting likes. Some of you are discouraged because you look at the comments and you're like, ah, 
God now. But this person, they commented on like 50 comments. I, I posted something, just one person or just two likes. I know it's us, but it's true. I've been there too. Because I'm like, back then I can post and boom, I'm getting likes and comments. And, and now I'm like, ah, what's going on? But it's my fault. It's not God. <laughs> I decided I wasn't going to post like I used to or show up. But seriously, I'm, that's, I'm being serious. Don't get discouraged because of social media, seriously. Some people are in hypertension because of social media. You are in competition with people that you don't even know. Your heart is overbeating because of someone that is a celebrity and they're getting likes and stuff, and you, because you're not, you're being depressed over someone's fake life. Come on now, let's, let's, let's get back to where God wants us to be. Yes, we can be discouraged, but we can't be denied. So I want to encourage you this afternoon that, hey, no matter what it is that you're going through, God can come through. God can come through. He will not deny you of what he has said. If God has said it, he will do it. If God has said it, he will do it. It may not look like it right now. It may not look like what God has said. Some of you have received some prophetic words in the past. And you're like, God. <laughs> but you said this. This is five years and I've still not seen it. Ten years. Don't be discouraged. It will surely come to pass. If God said it, if it's God that really said it, you will see that fulfillment. But you just need to keep pushing. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't, don't let your heart be dis, discouraged or disappointed at what God has said. Because you're not seeing the final results of it. Now is the time to rise up within you and say, God, in this season, I'm not going to be denied. I'm not going to let discouragement take me out. I will not be destroyed. I will not be shut down. Don't let your life be shut down because of a situation or a circumstance. That situation is not that powerful to shut your life down. When you serve a living God, when you serve a God that can break through wars, God that can do the miraculous, 
and you're going to let a situation break you down. No. Now is the season for you to rise up. Bounce back from whatever discouragements it is. Bounce back from whatever place of, of, of lowness you have got yourself into. Because when you're discouraged, you have a low spirit. When you're discouraged, your, 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 your self-esteem is low. And you need to be able to bring yourself back up to the place of confidence in God. Bring yourself back to the place of having total confidence in God. That God, you will bring me through this. You will bring me through this. You will bring me through this. Who's ready to bounce back? Who's ready to bounce back? David encouraged himself in the Lord. David encouraged himself in the Lord. And I want you to encourage yourself in God this afternoon. Oh, Lebrakato Jataya. Lebre ikatande lebro ukataya. Oh, first Peter 1 6. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have grieved, you have been grieved with various trials. That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Christ. Even though it's tested with fire, it will be found with praise, with honor and glory. Your test and your trials, if you align yourself right, can be found with praise, honor, and glory for the glory that is coming out of you cannot be compared to the suffering of this present time yes you may have gone through things but God wants to reveal his glory in you and through you you may be discouraged but you may you cannot be denied of the glory of God Let's rise up. Libra kato jatai. Oh, I want you to cry out and say, God, in this season, heal me of every discouragement and disappointments. Some of you have wounds, scars from past experiences that has kept you from really going deep into what God wants you to do. I want you to lift up your voice this afternoon and say, God, in this season, I ask that you healed every wound, every wound of disappointments, every wound of discouragement, betrayals, 
where someone may have hurt you, where you may have failed at something and has left you thinking that my life has nothing to offer. I want you to lift up your hands and say, God, in this season, heal my wounds. Heal my wounds. My wounds, oh God, of disappointments and discouragements. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we're praying right now that everyone that has been discouraged and disappointed and wounded because of past experiences, Father, we are decreeing and declare that those scars and those wounds are healed supernaturally right now in the name of Jesus. For those in the building, Lepra and those online, we command oh God supernatural healing in the name of Jesus right now heal heavy wound heavy wound of discouragement in the name of Jesus every wound of disappointment right now in the name of Jesus we command lives to be transformed Oh, someone watching right now, I command in the name of Jesus, supernatural healing, supernatural healing over every wound of disappointment and discouragement in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God touch you where you are right now. Let the bomb of Gilead touch you now in the name of Jesus. Let the hand of God come upon you now in the name of Jesus. We remove every scar. We remove every scar in the name of Jesus. We remove every wound right now of discouragement. We bind the spirit of depression and anxiety over the lives of your people right now in the name of Jesus oh come on somebody open up your mouth and begin to pray and say God in this season I may be discouraged but I won't be denied I may be discouraged but I won't be denied of the very glory that is about to be revealed in me in the name of Jesus my situation will not kill me my situation will not destroy me in the name of Jesus I'm coming out as gold I'm coming out as gold I may walk in the fire my life may feel like it's burning but I'm coming out as gold I'm coming out on the other side in the name of Jesus just like Job and I 
I went through what he went through, but you restored him a hundredfold. Lord God Almighty, restore your people. Restore your people. Oh, that in this season, oh, a spirit of praise, a spirit of praise, a spirit of praise will rise up in the name of Jesus. That we will learn to praise you despite what it is we are going through in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, yes. Restore dreams, uh, hopes. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, discouragement will not de- destroy people's visions, uh, hopes, and dreams. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, they will not be denied uh, of the very vision uh, that you have for their lives. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, the very ministry uh, that you are placed in them uh, will not be shut down because of disappointments will not be shut down in the name of Jesus that they will hope again they will dream again they will live again in the name of Jesus in this season in the mighty name of Jesus new life new life new life new hope new hope new hope in the name of Jesus make a way where there seems to be no way father we decree and declare that you will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert in the name of Jesus where people feel like nothing is working we command things to begin to work on their behalf right now in the name of Jesus we command that every hand is blessed to produce to produce fruit in the mighty name of Jesus the work of their hands are blessed in the name of Jesus that they will try again they will try again they will try again just like Jacob he dug in it and they came after him he dug and they came after him he dug again and he broke through let people break through in this season let people break through in this season despite whatever it is that they are going through we cry to the God of help come and help your people in this season in the mighty name of Jesus, Lepa and the Ketanja Taya. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Oh, Father, we give you glory. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Waymaker, 
miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are. Bring light in every darkness. Make a way in the name of Jesus. Oh, make a way in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor and adoration. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If we can just stretch forth our hands towards Pastor Tunji as we just pray. If you can open your mouth and pray this eve this afternoon. La Mata, Father, we thank you for your servant. La Mashata, we thank you for using him mightily, O oh God, with your word to touch the lives and transform the lives and bring hope and encouragement unto your people in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord God, that whatever has been poured out from him, Father, you will replenish him in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that this word that has been released from his lips, he will not fall foul of in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that in this season, that every single trial that he may face in the name of Jesus he will overcome in the name of Jesus for your word says that we should count it all joy when we fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but that your patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing father we pray in the name of jesus that in this season that that the faith oh god that you have poured out onto your servant oh god then in a greater measure it will not fail in the name of jesus his faith will not fail in the name of jesus that he will come every and any trial oh god that is come oh god to test and shake him father god he will not be shaken oh god but he will be strong and courageous oh God he will receive strength as he calls upon the Lord in the name of Jesus he will not be lacking of wisdom oh God as he calls and he seeks your face oh God in the name of Jesus father we thank you father we thank you because your word is sure we trust in you oh Lord father we trust in you we give you glory Lord we give you praise in Jesus name amen and amen amen God bless you Pastor Tunji for that amazing word very powerful sir just want to remind us all um, if you haven't had an opportunity to give the details should be on um, the screen now if not it is in the description box if you are joining us on youtube if you um have any questions or anything regarding um offering or how to give please reach out to us um at contact at k culture or any of the leaders um and please specify be specific about what it is that you are giving to there are many initiatives that we run in the house so please be specific so that money can be allocated correctly wherever we are if we can just join hands with a neighbor as we just share the grace look at somebody and smile <laughs> and let us pray may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with us now and forevermore 
Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have an amazing, amazing week and continue to rejoice in the Lord. Amen. <laughs>